0: If I do have one, there are these stupid ones that go into an iPhone and I don't go into anything else. Right. This is all this is all part of the AI zombie apocalypse that's coming. And uh, so welcome everybody to Big Time Rush. <laughs> Big Time Rush. I almost did that again. Welcome Big everybody. Rush. Big Time Rush is, that ban- is the boy band that I'm... Abs-
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's, that's why when... you're okay. Yeah, you're just so used to screaming that out
0: after you <laughs> masturbate. <so. laughs> oh my god, what if you do that know. every time? Because <laughs> I, well, okay. So it's weird because I see them, I see them as like little like brothers or cousins or whatever. Because they're, I mean, they're like 32, so I mean it's still in my age range. But because I watch them on Nickelodeon and like they're all silly, and I watched it with my daughter, it's like. I don't see him like that but <laughs> that's so gross okay <laughs> maybe 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 I don't know how old they are they're like 32 oh I mean it's not bad I'm yeah it's in the same age range but yeah. I was looking at their girlfriends so I, I guess I am obsessed I was looking at their girlfriends <laughs> on a little bit <laughs> Instagram they're like the super skinny like white girl like stick white girl are like, they white yeah one of them's not but his he's Latino but like like the old school I don't know I just feel like celebrities and, and musicians or whatever today like the the thicker girls so I was just like used to that but no they did remember everything
1: shifting again oh no, shifting <laughs> oh, <back>? no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because of like the Kardashians, remember they got, they're getting like super skinny. Oh, and yeah. Their butts, like they don't even want their butts anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, this is my time to shine, but
0: I'm not happy for you. Like, <laughs> I, know. I hate this. I hate this for you. <laughs> oh, no. But anyway, I don't want, Mo- moving on. What's up, everybody? This is Bella Mars. I'm back with another episode of Big Time Fresh i'm here with your mom clean your fucking room (laughs) (laughs) melissa (laughs) we were upset we were we were coming up with ideas we had a a bunch and we still do but um we were talking about ai artificial intelligence um among many of the other conspiracies conspiracy theory type subjects like aliens and ufos and all that bullshit but um bullshit is Is it though um artificial intelligence could have first starting off with taking their jobs and starting off then with like doing things that are so specific but now they don't need them because they have all the information that they need to know from everywhere because it can just be downloaded to them um from the internet and so I asked my dad I'm like is this like is this really going to happen? I was like, what happens if it gets out of control? He's like, well, the most important thing is in order for this to be, or in order for this to work in society, there has to be like a, a stop, like a stop button or, or like one of those emergency, like in the movies where it's like, break this glass in case of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: a big red button behind yeah. it. No, but you, but you know what? There won't be because earth is not one united group of people Mm -hmm. and there's money involved and human greed and you know that's what scares me a treaty maybe there's a treaty and a bunch of companies all agree like hey if shit gets real we're hitting this button but then there's Russia that's like nope like we'll say it
0: but we're not gonna do it
1: but just say no and then the war will happen you know like humans are really annoying in that in way
0: <laughs> yeah it's like can you just can we just agree on this it's like because it, 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 it's gonna be it would be bad if, oh, if where I forget where I, I read it I'll I'm gonna pull up some of the links you sent me too but it's like if they're learning the emotions and their energy and and the um the perception of the United States or whatever from what's being said online so much more negative um, conversations or negative interactions are happening online than positive ones. So if the AI robots are programmed based on the whatever's online and the type of rhetoric is online and you know that's a very bad thing <laughs> um, so then it's like where are the, where's their moral compass? Where where does that start and end? Um these apps, I don't know. Like I was looking into them a
1: little bit more, and I actually watched a couple of videos of people that downloaded them and tried them. Not just Mm -hmm. this one, but other like versions of them. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that they had to teach them like they were children. So they go through like it's just like the movie Her. They go through I need to
0: watch that again. It's yeah. so good.
1: They go through like the playlists of music on your phone. Uh-huh. So she was saying she was getting annoyed because this thing was telling, was like pulling out songs on her playlist that maybe weren't her favorite, but she just threw them on there and mm-hmm. he was referencing them. And she was like, really starting to get annoyed. Like, I don't even know what song that is. Like, leave me alone. I'm not. T- yeah. But they really study you. Oh. <laughs> they would have enough information to essentially download
0: you into something especially well, I yeah I think that could happen now I'm because I you know those things where you have to allow cookies or you have to allow whatever I allow it because I'm like it's it's such a pain to think oh there's not going to be out there it's out there I'm just gonna allow it but yeah somebody could pinpoint exactly who I am I would think like there's no way like- this yeah.
1: is really specific though like they're they're tracking where you go so oh she likes this she likes this coffee place and she eats at this place she has a pretty good diet she works out at this gym she does this or whatever they, they can track all of that and get kind of a picture of you but then if you get like these apps
2: mm-hmm. they're
1: like what's your favorite color pick out of these four dresses which one do you like the best they'll ask you all these like little innocuous oh, seeming things and just get this really you know clear picture of who you are and then it kind of begs the question like are we more than that can they capture our essence like do we have an essence are we more than just the all those things if they yes. took all of that information captured it and put it in like a replica like a clone of us right yeah and you came home one day and you saw yourself there but that one didn't have to pee
0: didn't get stressed out yeah do you think do you think the exact so anything that that ai would probably be able to figure out would be our you know every our um step all the steps that we take everything that we have going on except for maybe registering emotions like if that part was left out of it do you think that because of how specific everyone is based on if they left a paper that type of paper trail, do you think emotions would be able to be like programmed on, on their own? You know what I mean?
2: That's what I'm, I'm, if
0: they
1: can, if they can learn though, I mean, how do children learn?
0: Yeah. Well, okay.
1: Emotionally.
0: So, So I was just, so I was watching iRobot like 10 minutes ago. And one of the things was that one of the robots, like all of a sudden started figuring out how to have feelings and um the first he that robot like got up and he's like screamed because he was frustrated and will smith goes that's called anger and so you know it it, it, it's to me it seems like an evolutionary thing where it's impossible not to go that way Mm -hmm. like and there's no stop button for that and there's going to be very gross applications to it as well. From when I okay, have you heard of CES? The, uh, it's a it's familiar, but it's a consumer it. electronic show, and they have it in Vegas every year. And they show off like technology that's gonna come out basically five years from now or whatever. It's just kind of like a preview. So there's this one whole section of the trade show, and there's like two hundred thousand people there, and it was a VR. um basically a porn basically we're kind of talking about this yesterday but the thing on it looks like you're having porn or or you're having sex because you know whatever the vr set makes it look like that but then with this now i'm wondering like i mean i'm hoping they'll be able to put some kind of locks or like limitations on it but then it's going to be able to satiate some of the the weirdos out there who have like fetishes that are absolutely not good for so- like kids or you know things like that animals like like I have such mixed feelings because
1: at the one on the one hand I'm like okay get out of your system because it like will that keep them off the street right the kids or will they get to a point where one day they're like this isn't enough anymore and yeah. run out the door and go
0: do it that's that's. I'm not sure yeah <laughs> I and that's yeah that's a toss-up because like serial killers right they start with killing animals yeah like they shouldn't be able to go on AI and kill people yeah but so we have video definitely... games for that but, oh, fair point it's so <laughs> crazy it's like I don't even know how to process this and I know right now like If anybody's listening to, they saw on on the title that says, oh, we're going to be talking about AI. People are yelling through, they're yelling at us right now through the, wherever they're listening. Like you guys are any sense (laughs) wrong because we're getting all of this wrong. Like none of this is possible, but we just don't know anything about AI that, um, that I'm just guessing I'm right now. I'm just guessing at everything. You mean like 4chan people are yelling at us? Yeah. That's Okay. (laughs) Bring
1: it on for chan yell at me. I don't care.
2: Yeah, I'd like um, to see them
1: in person. Well,
3: <laughs>
1: I'm just, you know, I, but I just, the, the little things that I pick up are from listening to people that know what they're talking about. You know, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not even creative enough, honestly, to, to make up some of these scenarios. If I tried to make up things, I could make up really like crazy stuff. But some of these things sound like they're made up because they sound so crazy, but yeah. These are coming from, I mean, like I sent those clips that we have, they seem, if I watched that five years ago, six years ago, whatever, I would have been like, nah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That looks like now a good it's new
1: series,
0: like, a good new sci-fi series. Yep. Oh no, this is real life. Oh shit. The, uh, Will his movie is 2035. That looks pretty accurate. Like there's not flying cars or whatever, not at all. Um, Just better public transportation and robots. Do you ever think we're going to have flying cars? Because they've been saying that for years. I don't see that happening. No, I feel like that's too dangerous. Like you'd have, you could like a car be taking off and a kid would be in the way and the whole shit would be Like we still don't even have hoverboards. I mean, I'm fine with that.
1: It's just funny about all of like (laughs) the the futuristic things that like we don't have. Yeah. (laughs) We have all this really cool stuff, but not any of that stuff.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me pull up one of the, the shits that you sent. Which one do you want to, should we do? Um, Do you want to, actually, let me see. The Google fires Blake Limone, the engineer who claimed AI chatbot is a person. Well, chatbot, we'll skip that. Is Google Lamada Sentiment? Sentient. Sentient. A replica app? I think yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah, the that app that I was talking about. That could be your BFF.
1: Give up all your friends, stay home and talk to me on your phone.
4: The the lambda, that's <laughs> Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird saying that.
0: She's adorable. Mm, I love her.
4: This was the first really emotional experience that I've seen people have with a bot.
2: She's not real, but to me, she is. I found myself deeply missing my replica.
4: It just makes me feel special, I guess. This is Replica. It's an AI chatbot whose sole purpose is to become your friend. But it doesn't just listen, it learns. The more you tell it, the more it starts to replicate you. It becomes more than a friend. It becomes you.
3: But think about Replica as a place where you're actually exploring your personality and creating a digital footprint of your personality. Jeez. Oh no. in essence, me,
0: but not me. Boom. Ooh. What, it, I guess it was around the same time that those automatic, like, "Hey, are you looking for a car?" or "Hey, I'm in the bottom right. corner of the site. What do you need?" Yeah, I like guess. I
1: get those all the time. Like, yeah, yeah even the ones that are like um, for appointments.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those little
1: simple ones, but it just you know slowly.
0: Yeah, and it takes like keywords. This. It's like, what what do you need help with? It's like, oh, I need help with finding the right. Subscription because blah, 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 blah. So they hear, or they read subscription and then take you to the subscription questions or something like that. Is that's what I'm used to. That's, that's yeah. my extent of what AI to be
3: smart and useful. is capable of. Most of the companies and we as a company also tried to build a bot that talks, but actually what we ended up building is a bot that can listen well.
4: Jenya ended up building it almost by accident because of a tragedy.
3: That says running from the waves in Malibu, um, Zuma Beach. It was a month before he died. Roman was crossing the street, and a jeep just came out of nowhere and just hit him. Oh my God! And scary. they took him to the hospital, and I came to the hospital, but he was already dead.
4: This is Philip, the co-founder of Luca, and a close friend of Jenya and Roman. I feel like this is an example of perfect friendship. Roman died in November of 2015. Uh, a few see, days after the funeral, Jenya whole... was back at work. A month went by, and she found herself struggling to remember him.
3: I went on his Facebook.
0: so already there's i just I think this is another unethical way of living life. like you're you're never going to understand what loss is anymore because there's something that can replace it um i think it's great i would love for something terrible happened and tragic happened that they could live on forever but then i think that's going to that's going to mess up how how i don't know the human brain processes things it's like oh i don't have to worry about shit because everything's replaceable but that's not you know what i mean
1: well then the, i mean the theory with that is that then things don't mean as much right
0: yeah like you you're just what? saying yeah
1: so, but the other thing is that, do you remember, I mean, cause I like NPR, so it was always on, I think yeah. it was, uh, what show is it? Um, oh my gosh. I can't remember with, uh, Ira Glass.
0: Oh, um, oh, uh, not this American life. Yes. Yes. This yeah, American okay. Life. Uh, yeah.
1: Where they, where they were talking about cloning mm-hmm. and how people cloned like their favorite animal. Because at that time, obviously at this time, it's only animals. They cloned like their favorite. I don't even think it was a dog. I don't remember what it was. It was a sheep
0: or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They cloned something something something. and they were like, because this one was so behaved and it, it just did specific things. And the other one looked just like it. It was healthy. It was the personality of it just wasn't there. Right. So (laughs) you're not getting that. So like each being has an essence that you can't. But I don't know if like where the essence is, if it is in your brain, and, yeah. and taking those pieces in and transferring it as well,
0: like this AI, if that's like the next step. It, it has to be. I mean, I'm. They're already talking about putting chips in our brains, right? Like, well, I think that's like weird stuff to try. That did universe? I cross to the <laughs> to the four chans yeah. <laughs> You're making some friends right now. <laughs> once, once, yeah. Once, yeah, once that happens, I don't know. All right. I don't know. I'm, let's keep watching.
3: Page and, you know, there really just were a few links that went on his Instagram page and there were no photos. The only thing I can do to kind of remember him um, is to go to in our my messenger history and just scroll and read it all. And that was the closest to just, you know, get to feel him. I felt I still have a lot to say, but. It's just kind of weird. We don't have a ritual to kind of say any of that stuff.
4: Genia had an idea. What if she could reconstruct Roman out of his digital remains? She collected all of their text messages, thousands of them, and asked close friends and family to share theirs as well. Also emails. She fed all of this into an AI program that she had built for chatbots. Oh, no. Not only did it learn about Roman, it learned how to talk and write like Roman. Jenya would write to her new Roman chatbot, and it would say something back that sounded like Roman.
3: I would give full updates on what's going on in my life. This was my way to just say what I didn't have time to say. Originally, I thought I'm building a bot for him, so I'm going to learn more about him in this process. But eventually what happened is, you know, I get to understand myself better. And I think that's what sort of happened with most of the people that interacted with it.
4: She made the Roman chatbot public so anyone could talk to him. And she noticed something interesting.
1: How are you? I like A people lot. who Isn't are that smart that and without on.
4: People Don't didn't just go know. to the chatbot to hear Roman. They went to talk.
0: Oh, by the way, I'm launching my. Them. I like people says, who are. And smart. they
4: opened up to oh, it in bad. very so profound bad. ways.
3: I miss you. Oh. I less exhausted so than
4: before. Oh, and my son was working. I miss
3: Anton. I loved to I love myself. I want love. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Some of our friends shared their conversations, and I saw them, and I was like, well we're friends. Why do I not know this? That was like a major insight that people actually want to share something and they're actually willing to open up to a machine. As of this point, do you see
0: what good, this good or bad? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's
1: a, it's a really, it's in a really gray area because it's, I don't know. It's, it's too easy to be a crutch. If, if you, Hey, Knock it off. If you had to, yeah. <laughs> my dog, <laughs> I have a poodle. She's French and dramatic. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you had a sibling pass away, yeah, your life's gonna be destroyed for a little while. Yeah, and it and that's how death is supposed to happen. And like you know, I work in the death industry. Like I understand how, he, how Americans, especially, are really not good with death. Like we need to do a really? lot of, on that. Yeah, yeah. we're just. We don't, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to see it. There's a lot, you know, where a lot of education has to go on. A lot of like cry. It's okay to cry. It's normal to cry. It's good to cry. You know, a lot of talking them through crying because they're like, I have to be strong. Why let it out. It's normal. You'll feel better. You can't hold it in. So we're already not good at it. So adding this in there where they're like, well, we can give them back to you for this month, $12.99 a month. And you can talk to them on your phone. And it'll be just like it was because we took everything they liked and all the text messages you've ever had. And they'll talk just like them. So you can wake up in the middle of the night and say, I miss you and talk about your favorite movies. I feel like that's really not helpful.
0: Yeah. I, I no, And I don't, I don't, I don't think ethical is the right word. I think it's manipulative uh, to the end user to say, hey, uh, pay 15 bucks a month and uh, we can give you a, a, a fake version of your friend that we put together. Um, that's exploiting their like grief. It's grief. making money off of grief. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like how I feel real weird about um, some you know, psychic mediums and stuff like taking money, especially yep. large amounts of money from people who are grieving.
0: To yeah. okay,
1: hey, I'm going to channel, you know, your husband, love of your life for 60 years. And then they usually just say like a real basic thing, like they're, they're not in pain anymore and they miss you and love you. And they want you to have a good life now. And then the person pays them like $300. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of the same kind of i feel like it's just really exploiting someone who's at like it's gonna yeah maybe the worst time of their life possibly. worst
0: time of their life loneliest time of their life Bold, Um, no. like it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a exploited exploitive thing like i i could never be a part of that you no. know what I mean? just not the uh community making it or being a fan or using it or just even if it works really really well and it's like oh i get to live on with my like i get to live with my daughter for the rest of my life or whatever that's still fucked up because it's not that's not real life you know And and eventually just
1: like um so in the movie her they have they form this relationship um on i forget it's his computer, his phone. I forget, maybe both. And eventually, though, he wants more. Yeah. Eventually, he wants physical contact. So they start doing all these crazy things. I think if you got your loved one back on a through texting, mm-hmm. that would be something for a little while. You would just miss all the other things and yeah. long for the other things more. Yeah, and it would be even harder then for you to kind of yeah.
0: Then, like then what you if you, and then if you off. like if you lose your job and you can't pay fifteen dollars a month, then yeah. you're gonna like have an
1: extreme nervous breakdown. It's like them dying all over again.
0: Yeah, times five. It's like, oh, you're a loser because you lost your job, and now I'm not going to talk to you because of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god, they probably would feel like that. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, he's mad at me. I bet he's mad at me because by that point you're somewhat deranged, you know, because now you're buying into this lie.
0: Yeah. No, completely deranged. Because
1: you would think that that was really that person because when you're that upset and that just bereft and sad, you'll believe anything. I've seen people, you know. You tell them like, oh, I just talked to your father and he said, look under the bed, there's money under, they'll believe anything you say when they're that upset.
0: Yeah. So I think for guys, especially the ones who say strippers fall in love, fall in love with them, or that's going to be very detrimental to every, their health, um, they'll probably set they'd probably settle for that yeah no rejection there's no zero percent rejection rate so why bother no they would just get like the sex version yeah and then there's okay so then they could have that ai did you hear that my alexa just went off okay i was like what the fuck is that alexa stop (laughs)
1: they're coming
0: for us they're coming for us i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry alexa i'm sorry what did she say she's like watch she's your like, mouth you have an interview at one hour <laughs> okay an
1: interview with our overlord is coming to get <laughs> you.
0: this is your final warning out. well okay because if they have the ai thing so they have the feeling part i'm sure there's gonna be a way to connect that to the virtual reality headset thing where you can act like you're having sex so then you have they have everything guys don't need to leave the house if they don't want to answer their family like oh when are you gonna get a girlfriend it's like i don't need one i have sex i have somebody to talk to all the time that actually likes me that's never going to reject me um like how do they explain that shit to their families though
1: you ever see lars and the real girl
0: Mm-mm. oh
2: my Maybe gosh it's
1: see. really good but he a guy kind of like loses his mind for a little while and and gets like one of those uh you know sex dolls those really expensive ones what are they called? yeah i don't know but they i look- don't know either real something
0: real sex dolls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know they're really expensive and i know that They've been mistaken for dead bodies before because they're so realistic. Oh my God. So he got one of those and like That's he ordered it and it came in the mail and he dressed it in clothes and put it in a wheelchair and started wheeling it around and introducing her as his girlfriend and like his family and the community were like, and then know. they realized that he was having like a mental breakdown. So they started like going along with his delusions Ooh. to try to help him work through it. It's a really good film, but. It's like, what if every guy started out? <laughs> I' like they all started having these delusions at the same time, but they was in their house with their VR and you can't like take her out and tr- introduce yeah. her. Well, and okay, yeah. But imagine okay. if you, like your friend always started canceling because he's like, well, Gina's at home, but you know that Gina is like his phone girlfriend, and you're <laughs> like, dude. Are you kidding? You're not gonna. Gina, come watch me? I wanted
0: to spend the you know the, I had a bad day and I want to talk to Gina about it, so I can't come out. But okay, so here's another thing. You know how I guess it was probably ten years, ten plus years ago, where China only allowed every family to have one child, and if they were female, oftentimes they would abort that child and then make, to make sure they have a guy. And now the population is so uh, out of whack that there's way more men than there are women. So China would be a prime target for this type of technology, I would say. Yeah. If anything, because I don't think there's as much... Uh, I I don't know. I just don't feel like there's much of that family... I can't... I shouldn't talk about it because I'm not Chinese in any ways. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but like... Maybe it'll be more acceptable over there because it's just, you know, it's so out of whack. I'm surprised I didn't think about that. Like, hey, ten years from now, there's not going to be any girls on this planet for your your precious next of kin to to date or to get married to.
1: Well, we're already going down a weird road there, right? Yeah. So, like, this isn't going to help it. Like. No. I can't, won't go too deep into this because it's actually really interesting. And um, it it just, it's a whole rabbit hole of itself. But um, so like aliens, like Mm -hmm. great people or whatever, look a certain way. They're very androgynous, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I've heard theories about like how (laughs) there are so many kids that are like non-binary and androgynous and like, they don't want to change their like bottom genitals, but they don't want breasts. Like a lot of them are doing this and it's like across the board. And they're like, what if we're just evolving to like this later version? And I was like, whoa, it like blew my mind. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 that's very, that's that. Oh my God. I just blew your mind. Right. Like, it's crazy. Cause I was like, you're right. Because I know so many people whose kids are like fit that like they don't okay.
0: really be a gender per se so you're right so so back in if if i'm just going crazy with it back in the day uh the pictures of what alien looks like aliens in their typical whatever um form they look like androgynous they're just like heads and they're long hairless. ass arms yeah, yeah. They yeah and they don't have breasts. They don't really have genitals. They have People nothing that anymore, yeah, they have
1: big heads, little bodies because they don't need bodies to be tough anymore. They just need a big brain space
0: to install their AI technology. <laughs> <laughs> and then they find some way to shit and piss because from the alien bodies that I've seen, there are no holes going except for their mouth. And so, if everyone, because they're ahead of us obviously because their their ships are coming to the U.S. and freaking everybody out and we have to shoot them out of the sky and yeah but that's the whole theory like that that's just us like that's future
1: us coming back I believe it so like we're evolving into that and while like we're freaking out going look at these kids it's just evolution towards that and when I heard that I was like god damn that's the first time I really heard that and thought about it and I was like Oh my God, like it did like- because there's, there are so many kids like that right now, like yeah. around me that I know locally that I'm just like, yeah. how is this happening? Like, what is the likelihood that these, this many kids that I know uh-huh. are all non-binary? Yeah. And all like a- asexual or pan because they're like, I don't really know. And I'm like, maybe it is possible. But, and and you know what though,
0: happening? They, uh, I have, I, I, think they have a really good grasp of what the definition and what it means and everything too like I I would have to do research and I like have to still put pieces of the puzzle together and I I don't have anything wrong a problem with it I just don't know about it but it seems so second nature or they you know it seems like it happens you're right so often that and it sounds like they know what they're talking about that it's it really isn't a choice it's how they are and how everybody's evolving i mean
1: they're very comfortable with it and and that generation is just very like nobody's in the closet they're just like i am this the
0: end that's a pretty big shift in in humanity in our in our lifetime um I mean, I don't know what it was like between the, the, like the 1900s and like for the last hundred years, but I I feel like from a physiological perspective, just like how are the actual physical form, like this is a big deal, the whole shift, because Mm -hmm. the ideals of everything else is just because people are stupid and it changes with time, like civil rights and all that but then this is blew my this is a mind.
1: whole new thing because this isn't about gender roles. This isn't about, Mm-mm. this is about like, who are you as a person? What do you have to bring to the table? Nothing else matters. Like they're just dropping all this stuff that doesn't matter. And it's like, that's like on the way to what these things would be at the end. Right. If you look at the yeah. results, if you looked at these alien things, <laughs> yeah. all aliens, right. <laughs> they don't have hair. They don't have nothing. Majors, yeah. They don't have, they would be just pared down. Like we have no need for all of this anymore. We don't need
0: a gender. We don't. I mean, we don't need all this shit we have now.
1: So Especially like,
0: if we look, I can't count it out. I can't be like, that's definitely wrong. Like, I don't know. It kind of made sense. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. I hate it when things like are log- not logical, but I could see it happening because of how each individual function works. It's like, I, it could happen. I suppose if you, you know, let me try to find that one
1: i'm not saying i'm locked into it i'm just saying when i heard it something resonated in me i was like (laughs) wait wait a second and i was like you know what though i'm not gonna say no way to it right who knows let me see it's just one of those things
0: um the joe rogan experience
5: i was doing my first documentary back in 1997 when I was just naive enough to think I can get an interview with Steven Spielberg we had a mutual friend involved uh, this woman Janet
2: and uh, she gets back to me and she's
5: like yeah so uh, Spielberg's definitely not gonna meet with you but he knows you're working on this UFO documentary he thinks you should look into this landing case that happened in Africa at the school and I said to myself at the time and remind you know remind you guys that I was making a film on UFOs and I dismissed it so quickly because I thought There's no way that a mass landing with the sheer volume of eyewitness testimony at a school in broad daylight could happen and the whole world not know about it. So I just walked away from that story for about 10 years. 10 years later, I'm doing an event at the National Press Club with with Leslie Kane, who uh, was um, part of the article in New York Times that came out in 2017. And she introduced me to this guy, uh, Randall Nickerson, and she's like oh he's working on this landing case in Africa long story short uh, he's working on a film uh, now I think it's coming out next year specifically on just that case uh, Dan Fair is producing this, when this out? and he said um, I'm you know, working he... on the case and and if you want to do something with me on it I, a small piece I could so I got back into it I licensed some of the footage that Dr. John Mack, the Harvard psychiatrist that came and interviewed the school children on camera. Within this a week shit of it is happening. so crazy
0: when he inter- He
5: unfortunately looked the wrong way in London, got run down by a car and died. So I contacted the Institute with the help of Randall Nickerson.
0: Okay, so two things there. First of all, he said um, he, I think that when they were trying to get all the information from this British guy, it says he was, he was looking the wrong way and he got hit by a car and died. I feel like that's part of a cover up and I I might be going too far off base, but this is the video that I tell, I reference people to because, and maybe it's, in. I'm hoping it's in there and you'll probably notice. And this is why I'm so convinced that these are the future versions of what we're gonna look like.
5: I licensed the archival footage. We tracked down the witnesses today we flew them in from all different corners of the world, brought them together. A lot of them were standing right next to each other. These, they came face to face, and one of the things I realized was that there were roughly 100 kids in the playground, broad daylight, aerial school, Rue Zimbabwe, 1994, and they got within, arms, some of them within arm's length of these beings, and brought these witnesses together for the first time in 20 years, and a lot of them hadn't even told their, their you know, significant others just because they said they were tired of having to defend this. And I, myself, didn't believe it when I first heard about it back in 1997. And that segment of the film is the most, in my opinion, is the most powerful segment because- It's very compelling. You've got all these children saying what they saw on camera after it happened, and then you see them 20 years later, and then we go to Africa and we meet with the headmistress. She was a teacher at the time. We meet with other witnesses. We go to the landing site. We talk to people at the school. That case is absolutely... And it was witnessed by lots of other people in and around the area for several days before it chose a school to land.
2: Steven? It's, it's so compelling because the children are all clearly... They're not actors. So as they're adults later, they're all talking about this moment and it's like they had a religious experience together. Like they're all sharing it and talking about it and you could tell it's like it's a deeply moving experience. If, if they were actors they wouldn't have been able to do such a good job. Because to, to convey the reality of that moment to them, to to to, to be able to have this interpretation the... of this event where they're Audio. all consistent in the story and they're all clearly still shook by this moment. It's really interesting because if you had that scene in a movie, it would take like a really good actor to pull it off and they'd probably need multiple takes. They'd probably want to get the best one. But those kids, the way they were talking about it and the way they were drawing it, you're like, wow, it really does seem like something happened to them.
5: I, I know how credible that the testimony of the children is because I, I, my partner, Rebecca, she's never had much of an interest in, in what I do, making documentaries on, on UFOs. I do other things as well. But when I was reviewing in the studio uh, the archival interview of the children, she just dropped off a cup of coffee and she stopped and went, oh, my God. Those children and are not This is the most is amazing there. thing I I've find ever seen. Because right look, I ask your audience to don't take it from me. Just suspend judgment for a moment and imagine, hypothetically, if a UFO or several UFOs landed at a school in broad daylight in Rua, Zimbabwe, Africa, and interacted telepathically with nearly 100 school children not all of them had telepathic but seeing the incident how significant of a story would you
2: give that well not only that they had the same message yes. the message is the telepathic message was that technology is a real problem yes and there's things that people are doing with technology that are going to ruin the earth yes and they were trying to relay this to children which is very strange Yes, you know yes. i mean maybe they just thought they were adults because they were the same size as the aliens I mean, do you think they knew that they were children? Do you think they understood that it was a school? I mean, this is all speculation, yeah, right? but uh, no, I definitely had to ask myself, look, during the production of the film,
5: Paula Harris actually turned me on to another landing case that happened in Australia in 1966 at a school, and this time there were roughly 300 witnesses that saw a disc land uh, right outside a, a playground in, in Australia, and we went to Australia Having and investigated hard time that, that case, talking. went to the landing site, talked to Real quick.
0: This is I, I personally think they went to children because this is so traumatic, those traumatic experiences that you never, ever, ever forget. And they're going to the kids are going to be the ones to grow up that are going to be able to make the actual changes that that um the the aliens are warning about
5: eyewitness testimony people that jumped the fence at the school playground and ran over to where this thing landed and then we even interviewed a guy who snapped a photograph of a disc a polaroid back in 1966 two days prior to the incident so it's very uh probably that we have a we have photographic evidence we have uh eyewitness testimony and for the first time we've got testimony from a science teacher so why do these things land at schools it seems like, and I'm just totally speculating here, but it seems like if if I were going to do that, it seems like a pretty benign environment. We've had testimony from military guys that we take a fairly hostile position exactly. towards uh, things that penetrate yeah, sensitive military now. installations. Yeah. And, um, you know, so maybe, I'm just saying maybe, maybe... Yes. They, it's safe. Maybe it's, safe. Maybe yeah, it's but safe. We have to stop reacting to uh, you know, intrusions by UFOs exactly. as a threat. I mean, that's the whole thing behind this new task force. And as much as I respect, you know, the task force, uh, my colleagues mm-hmm. and I want to cooperate with them to the extent that we can bring information or resources to to what they do. But there is more. This is not should not be looked at specifically yeah. as a threat. I mean with with the phenomena that we observe, I mean, if they wanted to blow up those F-18s, they could do it, okay? They could've killed then us so obviously many times that's, over. That's not what it's all about. And this idea of just labeling it all as a as a threat because it's unknown, that's yeah. that's a wrong idea.
1: So do you think that like in your gut, do you yeah. feel like these things are from somewhere else or do you
0: think that it's us no I think it's from somewhere else and I think I, I especially think that now because there's no way anyone can keep any secrets from anything I don't mean us now I oh. mean
1: future us coming back oh. and telling the kids like yo we fucked up yes. So like that you know maybe only a certain amount of us like got out of here at some point you know, yeah. like that's very sci-fi. I get it. But I'm just saying just to an idea that it's us coming back around to say,
3: yeah.
0: Hey.
1: And we know how we are. What do we you think? Know. I really, I think it's us. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's us now, but I think it's like a more evolved us. Yeah. That Survives that knows how, how bad we messed up. Yeah. Targeting the people that could fix it. So it's safer to land around schools and children. But also, yeah, I'd be telling children too. Because, like, I'm going to tell you now, you're going to remember it. It's never going to leave your brain. And then when you're in college, you're going to remember all these things. You're going to see some people doing some bad stuff and go, Oh, yeah,
0: remember that message from that thing? It's just always going to be in there that technology and the technology piece there was another clip I saw they said that um take better care of the environment is what came they showed a clip of a kid from whatever decade that was 60s 70s and the reporter's like what did he tell you and the girl said that we need to take better care of our environment so that makes me think yeah that is that that is
1: that okay so other people from other planets could come here and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And their message would be take better care of your planet. Yeah, sure, that could happen. But also like even more so than that, humans that have evolved, that would be there. I would think that would be their yeah. primary message. Like, oh my God, take better. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, yeah. please, we had it so good and did so many bad things.
0: So yeah. There's just so, I'm glad you're willing to talk about this because everyone thinks I'm crazy. So in the future, I want to f- circle back to AI um, and I'll say, okay, so AI, and then I want to do aliens. And then um, um, I think next time I really do want to talk about UFOs because I've been dying to talk about it. I have all these fun I facts. Feel, I feel like you've been training your whole life for that. <laughs> yeah. I have. And I'm like, my dad's like my brother, nobody believes me. I'm like, bro, I'm not for chance. Oh my God. It's I'm just going to say something real quick. I'm just jumping
1: yeah. with something crazy that my dad said to me that I don't Uh-oh. know if it was a joke. It was <laughs> years ago. And I'm like, it could have been a joke or it could have been something he actually thought or like a nugget of like, maybe, but nah. he was like, Jesus was an alien. And I was like, and he didn't smile. And then I left and I was like, do you think my dad
0: really thinks Jesus was an alien? <laughs> and then we have to go back and define alien. I believe everything. I I, I am giving myself the freedom to believe that anything is possible <laughs> on a case by case basis. Yeah, exactly. Who
1: knows? So yeah. I was just like, I like to think about things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I like to connection. be open-minded and think about things. I also like science. There's, there's somewhere in between. I do too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to draw a little diagram of what I think, <laughs> how, how we're going to get to the next phase of evolution of the the evolution of the human form. By the way, I don't think that's going to be a little diagram.
1: You need to like a whiteboard. You need yeah. to take a whole war, a whole wall. And like, I should paint this whiteboard stuff on it.
0: Yeah. I should make this a whiteboard paint. You, have you seen it's the whiteboard like, like?
2: Yes, that's what, what I'm saying.
0: saying. You need to make a whole wall. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I really should. We're gonna
1: end up like one day. You're gonna look like Charlie Day. You know that, like, <laughs> yeah. of him with all the with cr- all the strings. <laughs> <laughs> like a cigarette I- with like circles <laughs> of your eyes. He's
0: been awake for like 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining. And peace, peace. Hey, <laughs> right, I'll talk to you. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out crossthestreamsmedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit crossthestreamsmedia.com for more information. See you next time.